Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. As always, I'm your host, Paul, and joining me tonight is Josh. Evening all. And Tony. Happy New Year! Yeah, why the promise of this episode was meant to be before the New Year, unfortunately, <laughs> you can probably tell um, I've, I've been struck down by the COVID again. Um, I'm still testing positive at this moment. Um, so I do, as I said to the boys, sound a little bit like Barry White. Um, so well, there we, might be... We, sold, we soldier on because our listeners are our first, our last and our everything. Yeah, yeah but there you go. As you can <laughs> tell, my, my voice is already starting to go and we're literally seconds into the episode. So as we promised, we were, we were going to do something a little bit different. There's nothing to review at the moment. We've reviewed everything we possibly can. Um, that's out and new at the moment. Um, so with Secret Wars just around the corner, I know it seems like it's quite a way off still, but there's a lot of talk about it at the moment um, with with casting and, and things like that and where the story's going. Uh, and we kind of felt like Secret Wars is possibly going to be like the reboot of the MCU as we know it. I think we're, we're coming to an end um, with the MCU as, as we've had it for the last, what, Decade and decade and change, yeah. Um, and obviously, along the way, we've we've lost some of those big name members of the Avengers. Um, so we we honestly thought we just kind of we think that those roles are probably going to be recast after Secret Wars or during Secret Wars, probably. Um, and we just thought we we'd look at some of the the new guys that are coming along that could possibly replace some of those bigger roles. So obviously the three big, big names that we've lost, uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. And we, we just thought we'd look at some of the, the new cast that could possibly come along and, re- and replace those characters. So do one of you guys want to pick a character and kick us off? Yeah, well, I think I shall just jump in with the ladies, so to speak. and. Um... I got I got a couple down here for Black Widow for uh, interesting across. In fact, I should just say across the um the three characters, I got kind of got one name which is more on the acting side, and one name which is more carries the look. So this should be an interesting yeah. couple of choices. Um, but yeah, so the, the the two I got down for um for Black Widow from the acting perspective, I got Anya Taylor Joy. Ah, oh, snap. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Snap. She's got that sort of screen presence and she's got the, the acting chops. Um, and we, we've seen her do... I mean, did you guys see the um, the chest thing that she did? Yeah, Queen's Gambit, yeah. Queen's Gambit, see, yeah. I, it, it was the only... The reason I cast her wasn't actually for that. Um, I mean, the red hair did help. But yeah. <laughs> I cast her mainly off um, the fact that if you look at Natasha in the comics from the 60s, if you were to drag that character's face out into the real world and it yeah. becomes lifelike, to me, that's what Anya Taylor-Joy looks like. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, and, she, and she's going to have experience as well with um, with big big blockbusters because I believe she's played Furiosa. And the, she's doing Mad Max at the moment. Yeah, yeah, she's doing the playing Furiosa in the, in the prequel. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so that as I picked out from more from the acting side for, for that for that role, I think she could carry on quite well. Um, I'll throw my second one in at the same time. 
and, and more from from the look and the physicality. Uh, and again with the red hair, I went with Sophie Turner. Okay. Um, plus she plus she owes us a good Marvel movie after those X Men films. She's rumored to be coming back to see if it was as Phoenix. Hmm. That's going round at the minute. Do what? She's supposed to be coming back to Secret Wars at the minute. Um, at the minute, there's rumours of it anyway. Oh, yeah, interesting. But the thing with Secret Wars is I will believe anything when I see it. Yeah, well, I did see Femke has been rumoured, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, and those, those are the choice. And I think the, the red hair kind of drew me as well to them. I think they both work, work the red hair really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and that's interesting because I've actually gone down the Game of Thrones route route as well, with ah. with my choice. Um, but my choice, her other half is already in the MCU hmm. as Black Knight. I've gone with Rose Leslie. Ah, um, yeah, just just mainly, obviously, again another redhead, um, uh, and just because there is that link already in the MCU with it with um, obviously Kit Harrington. And not Kit Harrington, yeah. yeah, Kit Harrington, yeah, of course it is. Um, so it just, just I, I really struggled with Black Widow. I was trying to kind of, especially with most of my choices, actually, I was trying to stay away from the the big names. I think it's it's possibly right to kind of get. We've seen with people like Benedict, who wasn't a massive massive name yeah, when he yeah. took the, other took the role. Is- toy around with again we're kind of looking at the hair color and stuff and, and some of the future is is um the girl from stranger things sadie sink sadie sink yeah yeah she's she's got something about her she's got a screen presence that kid and i think she, she's gonna have a decent career yeah yeah definitely there's a few of them obviously maya hawk as well i think um obviously mm. her dad's now in the mcu as well yeah um, i think there's a few of them that could Possibly, and I wouldn't put past them kind of turning up maybe in the X Men at some point. Mm. Yes, um, yeah. they seem to be kind of of the age that that would work, being students and and stuff, and at, mm. at the school. So, yeah, it's a good shout with the, the Stranger Things cast. I, I think a few of them will pop up I at some point. Once the show's up when they, yeah, at some point. yeah, yeah. Josh, did you have any other names? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, Going completely the other way from the redhead route, um, I'm going to attempt this name, and I know I'm going to balls it up, so apologies in advance. Um, I went for Svetlana Kodachenkova, and you will actually know that, um, well, you probably won't know the name, but you'll know the actress. She was Viper in the Wolverine film. Ah, yes. And, and on the plus side for her, um, she's actually Russian. She's like <laughs> genuinely Russian, so she'd have no problem conveying that air that um a lot of well a lot of basically spies. Yeah, give. I, I do like her in that in that role. Because <laughs> I really do think she'd give off like s- some less psychotic Jodie Comer in Killing Eve vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and I think those those Wolverine solo films get some bad reps. Obviously, we know. Origins was poor, but yeah. I think some of those those middle ones I actually really quite like and still go back and watch them now. Yeah, the the, the Wolverine is always a go to for me if I just yeah. want to see Hugh Jackman. 
Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Um, my, my final pick for Black Widow um, is just because I fancy the shit out of it and I want to see it in Marvel and be able to see it in, as Black Widow. Um, Vanessa Kirby from The Crown. I nearly oh. put her down. She was yeah, she was I one of my shortlist. Yeah, that's I'm, not I'm surprised. But I saw her in um one of those um national theatre live productions with um Gillian yep. Anderson was in as well on, on, on YouTube. Yeah, uh, uh, and she's Street in the Streetcar. Yeah. Yes, that's right. She did that not long after the crown finish, and she's in yeah. the the next two Mission Impossible films as well. Mm. Yeah, and she um, she is. Stunning. So <laughs> really she's stunning. she's doing well, doing all right for herself. Um, so I, I guess on on that note, I'll I'll hand it to you, Josh, to pick which character you want to go with next. Right, I'm gonna go for the one that I found most difficult to get choices for, simply because Robert Downey Jr. is up there with like Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Uh, it's so difficult to find someone to replace someone who's put mm. such an indelible stamp on that character so for Iron Man as I say I found it really difficult so I will say now my choices are dog shit <laughs> um, I went for well, it can't be any worse than mine because one of mine has actually done a Marvel movie before <laughs> oh for fuck's sake um, so the first one is on the condition that he doesn't exactly get scrawnier, but just basically isn't as bulky as he already is. And it's Luke Evans who played Gaston yeah. in the live. Good shot. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I got him. I got him down as as one of my possibles when I was when I was looking at it. <laughs> yeah, um, I just think he can play that cheeky side because. Yeah. He, I don't think he's kind of more often than not cast as like broody or dickish, dick, dickhead-ish characters, yeah. and I think this would be a massive chance for them to like say to an audience, "Look, this is another side of me," and say to casting directors, "This is another side of me that you have never seen before." I'm going to open myself up to a massive range of roles by doing this, and I actually do think he could pull it off, but. I know for a fact there will be other actors that would most definitely get the role up the side of them. I just couldn't think of who they could be because RDJ is Iron Man. And, and of course, as, as we discovered, we didn't get in, in um, Multiverse of Madness, the, the, old, the variant version we didn't get in Tom Cruise, of course, which was rumoured. Yeah, and see, while. Tom Cruise was an, like just an obvious one to go for and I thought no do you know what you're wasting yeah. a spot if you put Tom Cruise down actually I, think about it do you know what I mean and I just think he's too old now <laughs> he's older than he's older than RDJ isn't he so but see it's not even that for me it's just everyone the world and his wife wanted him to show up in Multiverse of Madness we didn't get it yeah. he might show up in Secret Wars but at the end of the day, he's not going to do Marvel unless it is a cameo as a variant. Yeah. Because he's, he's onto a good thing with Mission Impossible. Top Gun's starting to take off again, which he'll probably yeah. just do cameos in from now on. And he will probably come up with another franchise because he's already looking at being the first actor to film a whole movie in space. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Um. Female, like you pop up in a Miss Marvel sequel. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. Why not? <laughs> uh, any other names, Josh? Um, this is the one that I really don't like, but after I saw a photo of him, like a sort of Boss Logic-esque mock-up of him as Tony Stark, I thought, you know what, he probably could do it. And it's Timothy Oliphant. Ah. Because, simply because I really think if they decided to go full throttle with the demon in a bottle storyline. Yeah, you, you can carry that Slightly he older could, version of Tony and... Yeah, he could really pull that off. Yeah. But I think he would be limited to that type of a storyline in that character. So I yeah. don't think he would be able to do possibly what Luke Evans could. Mm. Mm. But they, they are my only two picks for, for Iron Man simply because RDJ. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. I mean, I, I got, I just got two possibles down here, and and I find the same problem. He, because he, he, he is Iron Man, and who the hell could even come close? And, and you couldn't really come close. You, you kind of just got to look at somebody that will bring a slightly different ball game this time around. Yeah, uh, I, I shall throw throw mine if you like in this one. Um, and um, <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the, the the iffy one first, which is the one based more on the look. Um, it's funny you should mention Top Gun. Oh, this, God, person already, this person's already done a Marvel movie, and again, he owes us a decent one, and that's Miles Teller. Oh, see, no, <laughs> see, because I want him as a variant of Mr. Fantastic that gets killed off. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's partly drunk, but he worked that task really well in Top Gun Africa. I thought, yeah, I could see him going for yeah, yeah, he does. And to be honest, he really flexes accent chops in Whiplash. But yeah. And he could can't... do the slightly cocky side of Tony a bit, I think, as well. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't know. My preferred one of the two I've got down here, and this is a guy I've come across watching. He's been around for a while, um, but I haven't really seen him in a lot. Uh, but he, he was excellent in SPS Rogue Squadron. And that's Jack O'Connell. Mm, yeah, actually, I could see that. Um, again, he, he works the facial fuzz in, in that series, so that's really, yeah. and he plays really, really nasty turn on a sixpence character. And he's sort of you, you, you he's one of them friends you, you want as a friend, not an enemy, you know, yeah, um, in that role. And, and I think he could do it. You, you, you got to look for he's, he's a decent age to come in and do that job still, as well. I think. Um, and I said, he does dangerous really well, and Tony does sometimes have this. Because Tony can be a danger to himself sometimes. Mm, yeah. You got that element about him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, so for my pick, I've I've gone with someone that's been linked with um, the other comic book company for a long time um, <laughs> regarding one specific role, and that's that Superman. He's been linked with this role for probably fifteen years. Um, but it, I think he's aged out of that now, and and he's just he's a, an actor for me that can pull off kind of the smarminess of of Tony, the the more egotistical side of the character. Um, again, that possibly leads into the 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 alcoholic side of, of things, kind of the the James Bond esque. Um, uh, characteristics of, of Tony that we, we see sometimes, and that's Matt Boomer. Ah. Oh, that's a shout, yeah. Um, that's a shout. He's kind of aged out. He was linked with Superman for a long time. I could have um, seen him in that role, yeah. 
Yeah, um, and I just feel like he's kind of aged out of that now. Yeah. Um, but I loved him in white collar. Um, yeah. I, I think that plays into some of my feelings about him possibly playing Tony. Um, and yeah, I just I think he's kind of not so he's old that he's. Yeah, he was in Chuck. He played his his best friend that that turned him into a spy. Um, <laughs> and yeah, it just it, for me it just feels like it would work. Um, he's kind of of an age where he's not young and doesn't feel like he's possibly not lived enough to be Tony, but he's not so old that you can't see him sticking around. Um, no, no. So, yeah, just that was that was my my pick for Tony. So I suppose um, the last one is, is Steve Rogers. Um, I'll let you go first on this one. Yep, yeah, I'll chuck mine out. And, and again, this is actually somebody that has worked for the other team um, in a film that was all right. Um, probably wasn't one of the, the standout characters. Um, uh, has a very famous father who almost played Batman um, 20 years ago. And, and that's Scott Eastwood. <laughs> um, so for, for me, he's kind of got that all-American charm. Kind yeah. of the same way that Wyatt Russell has as US agent. There, yes. and there's something very kind of pretty boy, but something very hard underneath the exterior. Um, and yeah, I didn't, the character wasn't great in Suicide Squad, um, but I think his, his career's kind of taken off again since then. He's had yeah. some, some big hits. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel like obviously with his background um, from his dad, uh, I, I think he could he could pull that character off. He was a little bit older than I was I was aiming for because he's early thirties now. I was kind of looking for someone mid twenties to to late twenties, and it, I just yeah. couldn't come up with somebody. And and eventually I settled on Scott just again because of that that boyish American charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, no, I mean, I had the, sorry, I was going to say I had a similar sort of problem with this with them um, because with the age and, and what kind of version of steve would you want would you want him to come in as an presumably you wouldn't want another origin movie you wouldn't need it so 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 the age was a factor for me in, in the end i actually did have to go and have a look what people have said over the last few years would have made good choices to sort of give me some to spur me on a bit um there were some interesting interesting ones out there um colton haynes was one that i saw people um, nah, I couldn't see that. Um, but I mean, I've I've had to go. I drew on a couple of those suggestions as well as possibles. Um, I didn't think of them. Garrett Hedlund was another one. Um, Chris Pine, you could kind of have seen as an older version, maybe. Um, I don't know. I think I think he's a bit too dickheadish. <laughs> but this one probably would have been better. At, a couple of years back, I've got down as Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's got the look, hasn't he? He's got the sort of the floppy blonde hair still, and he, he, I think with, with a bit of bit of gym work, he'd really fill out the Captain America suit. I think, wouldn't he? Um, and in a similar vein to that, I'm never quite sure you pronounce his name. Is it? Is Charlie Hammond? Yeah. Oh yeah, Charlie on him. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it was the other one. Yeah. Uh, Again, they've got that. They got. They got that sort of night. They can do 
the rugged later on Steve with the beard look, but they can also do the sort of clean cut earlier version. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like your Charlie Hunnam suggestion more. Mm. I will admit. <laughs> yeah, well, he's somebody who's been around. He's, he's well known particularly on telly, isn't he? Yeah, he's made yeah. Big on big screen to get people. And so, so he's kind of an unknown, I suppose, in terms of big screen. Mm. See, I, I went a bit more unknown-ish mm. with my suggestions. Um, the first one, which would be the least unknown, um, is Dan Stevens, who was the Beast ah. in, in a, yeah. well, in Beast of the Beast, um, but also, obviously, well-known in, in, from America in Downton Abbey, um, because I've seen that guy can get buff and he, I think he would be able to do the sort of haunted side of Stephen that, like, you know, the man out of time, he's he missed out on a lot. Hmm? Was he in a thriller called The Guest? I think it's coming back. He's sort yes. of super... Yeah. Funny enough, he's like a super soldier. Yeah. Uh, and also played Professor Xavier's son yep. in Legion. Ah. So again, so he's somebody who's dipped his toe in, in Marvel in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and another one, another one. Um, again, maybe uh, it depends whether you've really seen this show. It was uh, it was quite big on Netflix. Um, it's Jonathan. I don't know if it's Jeff or Geoff. Um, from Mindhunter. Jonathan Goff. That's it. Yeah, from Hamilton. Yeah, from and uh, Mindhunter. Yeah. Um, well, that, that's where I know him from anyway. Yeah. Um, again, if he just literally just dyed his hair. And buffed up a little bit. I think he could pull it off. Yeah. It, it's not not too much of a stretch, I'd say, for him to. I don't. I mean, I don't exactly want any of these to emulate what the previous actors have already done. No, they they'd be, have to be their own version, wouldn't they? They'd have yeah. To bring yeah. That's what. That's what again. Yeah. What I've tried to do with all of these suggestions, and then the final one, which would almost definitely be a, a, a relative unknown is an actor called Glenn Powell. He was um one of the astronauts in the film Hidden Figures. He was ah. I yeah, think you know him on about, don't you? Yeah. 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 He was also in um another show about astronauts um on Apple TV. Yeah. And, and I can't I, remember I, the I name of it. For All Mankind is the one that's on yeah. Apple, isn't it? Yeah, that was ah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, th- I think, like, basically the air that Steve tends to convey is that of slightly ethereal um, looking up at, uh, at someone that you can aspire to be. And that's what astronauts of the 60s tended to be. And that's what I saw in that performance in, well, certainly in Hidden Figures anyway, because he... he like that, that film is basically about the segregation that was happening at NASA at the time of the Apollo missions. Mm-hmm. And he basically really stood up for like the, all the black people that worked at NASA. And yeah. it, it was just someone that you could definitely see a young child looking up to and could quite easily to, fill out a Captain America suit. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a really eclectic mix of actors that we've yeah. come up with. Yeah, um, there's, there's a little bit of box office familiarity and TV familiarity, and a little bit of character actors, and 
yeah. sort of thrown in the mix, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I really enjoyed that. With the bigger names all the time, but that's not always what you want. Yeah, and that, that I, I certainly tried to stray away from picking na- household names. Yeah. Mm. Um, as much as I could. Like, I, I know I picked Scott Eastwood, but obviously people know his dad way more than they know him. <laughs> yeah. People will be able to identify him from face. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that's a good thing. I think, in a way, that's what happened with, with the early days. Outside of people like, probably at that point when they set up the Avengers to start with, you probably would have said, ODJ was dumb. What didn't yeah. have a career at all. Evans yeah. had disappeared into doing rom-coms and teen comedies. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the, the main set, you probably would have said Ruffalo was kind of coming to the twilight of his career. Mm. He he kind of done his big hits and it was kind of doing art house films by that point. You probably would have said Scarlett and Jeremy were the the two well-known ones. And who are probably the smallest parts. Yeah. Um, and, on, and on that note, just want to shout out to Jeremy Renner. I hope he, yeah. he, he recovers well. Um, and we get to see him as the, the archer once more at some point along the line. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I really enjoyed all those actors that we picked because some of them were left field people that I wouldn't have even thought about. We had a little bit of crossover between all of us. Mm. Um, no, and some some great names. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I don't I don't envy whoever is going to be casted in those again when they come around. So no, yeah. I, I and you would imagine by that point it won't be Sarah Haley Finn. I would imagine yeah. by that point she'll probably go. Do you know what? I think I'm done. I'm not casting those characters again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so so yeah. But thank you very much, boys. I want to apologise again for for the lateness in this episode. Um, We're behind on everything and and we were meant to be recording one of our other shows tonight and my voice just is not going to hold up, um, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, So, but thank you again, boys, for for the patience. Nobody. So, thank you very much, dear listeners. We will be back with another episode. Um, I think we're going to be casting James Gunn's Justice League um for our next episode while we're we're waiting for the next marvel or dc film to roll around um Mm. and tv so i think that's going to be our our next spot i did did start before christmas casting mine um but i'll have to get back to it at some point once i'm feeling a bit better but thank you very thank you very much everybody um happy new year um and we will see you somewhere down the road